the red dot on my phone says go, and the date is Wednesday the 4th of February 2021. That means we're back for another show with Brennan Doherty on this week as our guest. A lot of stuff has happened in the news this past week, so for, without further ado, I'd like to do a little segment I like to call. What happened last week with Noel Dog? It was announced late last week that Trump's second impeachment legal team dropped out just two weeks before the trial was supposed to begin. You know, the situation is fucked when even the legal team of Charles Manson stuck with him after he carved a swastika into his forehead. Boomsh. Some sad entertainment news, it was made official that legendary actress of more than 60 years close Leachman died. She's known for countless famous roles, but none more popular than her role in Young Frankenstein. I'd make a joke about that, but that'd be more embarrassing than a role she took of late. Boomsh. Some sad sports news, legendary Hall of Fame basketball coach at Temple, John Chaney, died at 89 years old last week. He's not only known as just a legendary coach, but the last relevant coach they've had at that program in recent years. Last time that program was relevant was when Jeff Bezos was working at his mother's garage for Amazon. Brunch. In a bizarre story last week, GameStop and AMC skyrocketed in the stock market as billionaires were found to be profiting anywhere from hundreds of thousand dollars to millions of dollars off this event. For the first time in lives, all the outcasts in charge of Reddit who broke this news can get some sort of spotlight and fame before they crawl back into their mother's basement for the rest of their lives. Brunch. Some not-so-surprising news, it was reported before pictures were shown on social media of GOP leader of the House of Representatives Kevin McCarthy meeting with former President Trump at his residence in Mar-a-Lago last week. This goes to show that even jellyfish have more of a spine than the current crop of GOP talent. Brunch. In some more frightening political news, Republican Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene is coming under fire recently for making disturbing comments in regards to repeatedly indicating support for executing prominent Democratic politicians in 2019-2019 before being elected to Congress. After hundreds of social media posts surfaced, I should say. One post in particular that caught my eye was kind of disturbing was in January 2019 when Greene liked the comment that said a bullet to the head would be a lot quicker to remove House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. This just goes to show that though she chairman leaves crumbs, millions of intelligent trust fund babies and gun nuts will follow. Brunch. Some sad news, Democratic Representative Cori Bush of Missouri announced Friday that she will be moving her office after, away from GOP Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia. Following an exchange earlier this month when Bush confronted Greene about not wearing a mask in the hallway in Capitol Hill. Even after he had left the White House, his stench is stuck there more than pizza sauce spilled on a white shirt. You can spend days getting rid of it, but it will never go away. Some surprising sports news was made official that the Detroit Lions trade star quarterback Matthew Stafford to the Los Angeles Rams for Jared Goff, two first-round picks, and a third-round pick early this past weekend, according to Ian Rappaport. You know the situation is fucked when you're a multi-million dollar quarterback going from L.A. to Detroit, but you know it's even more fucked when you're a quarterback from Detroit who would go anywhere that his former head coach isn't part of the coaching staff. And some expected news, former extreme loyalist and Trump White House press secretary Kayla McEnany was announced to have landed her dream job at Fox. She's able to continue to preach Trump's values and rhetoric with the rest of the defective reporters. Going to Fox to become a correspondent instead of any credible news I mean, network is like when your dad buys the knockoff brand cereal and says, this, says that's the same thing, just cheaper. McEnany must feel accomplished after going from Trump giving her a cookie for saying something comically false to the Southern corpse himself, Lou Dobbs, giving her a cookie anytime behind does anything positive for the entire country. Support last week that staunch Trump reporter Representative Taylor Greene believes that California wildfires were created by Jewish people with space lasers. Hey, at least they've all quieted down about the election fraud. Wait, never mind. Lou Dobbs and company are still freaking out like hot Cheeto girls about it all over parlor. 
This past Saturday night was the first SNL of 2021 as John Krasinski was the first host in the new year. Krasinski made headlines for kissing SNL veteran Pete Davidson in the cold open. This was less awkward than the time Uday interviewed the former commander in Peach about who his favorite child was and commander in Peach didn't even say Uday. Brush. Texas fans aren't happy as it's being speculated that defensive juggernaut J.J. Watt has played his last game in Houston. For a second, I forgot Watt existed since he hasn't been relevant since his rookie season the last time, which is also when he could complete an actual season. Brunch. Without, you know, breaking anything that bends. Brunch. Boston sports fans actually have something to cheer about this calendar year in sports, and it's not Tom Brady making the Super Bowl with the Bucks, but Jalen Brown playing an all-star level as of late this season. Boston Celtics once again are getting early season hype, which will eventually die down when they choke their way out of the second round of the playoffs again. Brunch. TikTok users and rap fans are more triggered than Democrats unable to successfully impeach Trump, as it was announced over the weekend that both Coachella and Stagecoach will be canceled for the second year in a row. Now everyone from 18 to 28 will be useless, as they won't be able to spend a weekend dressed up like glow sticks and smoke pot while the TikTok background music is playing. In some more sad entertainment news, legendary actress Cicely Tyson passed away late this week, I should say, at the grand age of 96. I, for one, didn't know who she was. Then again, I'd have to, to watch the BET channel, and I couldn't even tell you what that number is on my television. If I don't have ESPN, then I definitely don't have the BET channel. Spanish newspaper El Mundo claims... It has obtained a copy of Lionel Messi's Barcelona contract, saying figures confirm the star's player deal is the biggest in sports history. According to the port, Messi would receive a maximum of over $670 million over four seasons if a series of conditions, of course, is met. And somehow Patrick Mahomes, someone who plays you know, an actual sport, getting paid half a billion dollars is ridiculous. For a man who has been massively relevant since the early 2010s, this is more of a rest leg by stray off the teleprompter when he's making a speech. It was made official over the weekend that the man dressed in deer parts and face paint is being offered by his lawyer to testify as former president at uh, former president Donald Trump's upcoming impeachment trial. You know, you create a giant fucking mess of shady shit when a man wrapped in deer parts is your star witness. Brunch. In some sad and pathetic news, state GOP parties across the country are starting to censor both prominent public and private Republican citizens uh, who supported Trump's second impeachment, like Cindy McCain. It's hard to keep coming up with jokes about the tr- what Trump did to the GOP party. Then again, it's not as embarrassing as Trump feeding Clemson his entire daily intake at McDonald's after they won the national championship a few years ago. Brunch. Andrew Giuliani said the Lincoln Party and other Republican groups friendly with the Lincoln Party played a part in the organization of the Capitol building riots on Steve Bannon's podcast over this past weekend. You know you've gone off the fucking deep end when Steve Bannon of all people is calling out for your false claims made on air. Brunch. According to, the, to an article in the Tampa Bay Times, Julia Jenkins' fan Sally, daughter of Polk's founder George W. Jenkins, contributed 300 grand to the January 6th rally, just the la- latest conservative cause financed by the public heirs, or the chain itself. I haven't seen a company down this bed since McDonald's got rid of their caramel sauce for dipping apples in it. Brunch. Absurd twist of events in Obion County, Tennessee. This past weekend, the body of 70-year-old David Vowell, the man accused of shooting and killing two men in their 20s on Monday, was found in Millfoot Lake dead, according to District Attorney General Tommy Thomas. David Vowell was charged with the murder of 26-year-old Chance Black and 25-year-old Zachary Grooms, who are both from Weekly County. This is one of the few occasions where the reverse card is justifiable brunch. According to reports on CNN, former President George W. Bush is making it clear that he supports Representative Liz Cheney of Wyoming, who is the number three Republican in the House who voted to impeach then-President Donald Trump. Bush's chief of staff, Freddie Ford, told CNN on Friday that Bush plans to praise Liz Cheney during a Saturday call with his former vice president, her father, Dick Cheney. Now you fucked up your party when George Bush Jr. is taking the side of the opposing party. Brunch. It was made official as none of members will be added to the 2021 MLB Hall of Fame with the need- needed percentage of at least 75 not met by anyone. Kurt Schilling was the closest to the threshold needed with 72% of the vote. Bond, Schilling, and Clemens all have one year left to try and get selected. Make a joke about the Hall of Fame, but it be- wouldn't be as funny as Kurt Schilling nearly making it. Brunch. 
And finally, in some sad sports news, veteran Yankees pitcher Masahiro Tanaka announced that he will return to Japan to play baseball next season for the Tohoku Rakuten Golden Eagles, the club which he began to establish his star power. Good grins to one of the few decent players on the team that choked more hard in the playoffs than David Perdue and Kelly Laughlin in the Georgia Senate race this year. That's our monologue for this week. Stay with us. We'll be right back with our guest for this episode, Brandon Doherty. And welcome to another episode of the Ice Team Meme Show with Noel Dog, episode nine to be exact, everywhere you listen to or view podcasts. My next guest is funny, creative, a hustler, a dear friend, a former doormate, and an avid collector of vintage sex toys. The one and only Brandon Doherty. Hey, thanks, What's going on, my friend? Thank you for uh, coming out for this. You didn't have to out me about my sex toy collection, bro. Come on. Sorry, right. I, I like to uh, add a little... Uh, ambiance and a little tidbit of information that most won't be know because i'm sure not a lot of my viewers know who you are but um without further ado I, i'd like to you know get out of the way i'll mention it many other times thank you for joining us it means a great deal for you taking time out of your day to uh help me out here with this this project absolutely man the honor to be here yeah you're a uh, you're a uh, original member of the uh, of the idea, you know. You know how you know the, the White House and all these people they create all these task force out of the blue for these small little projects. And uh, this uh, there was a little group, a little a few advisors, and you were part helping on. So I appreciate. But um, is there anything that you'd like to uh, plug uh, here at the beginning? Um, not really. I mean, I don't have any projects in the work right now. Uh, in a little bit. Uh, I have some, I have this like docu music series about like DIY music uh, that I'm not sure on the fuck it's going to come out. It's probably going to be a bit like we're going to do some stuff over the summer. We got some pretty interesting people to be involved, like and people who have been like worshiping since I was like 16 years old. So, you know, there you we go. shall, we shall see what comes of that. Yeah. Before before we get into the nitty gritty juicy stuff of this great episode, my dear pal Brennan Doherty, uh, I want to mention that the podcast is on social media, is on Twitter and on Instagram. On Twitter, it's the ITM Meme Show with Noel Dog, and it's also on Instagram, the uh, official ITM Studios account. On there, both accounts updates and posts regarding when co- content is uploaded and posted, and thanking my viewers and or uh, people on the show, the guests, and so on and so forth. So. Follow that on Instagram, CIST. It's official ITM Studios. And on uh, Twitter, it's the ICT Meme Show with Noel Dog. Eventually, it'll be changed. So it's the both. Um, I'm also currently trying to put together a website. So be on the lookout for that in the social media feeds as well. Um, I want to say, uh, um, following, following that, I also want to say that this episode will be uploaded Thursday. And you'll be able to see that um, as it always is. Um, on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and so much other more motherfucking podcast available streaming services. Um, so w- when you're on there, though, when you're on the YouTube account, if you're viewing on there, the, there's video will be. Hit the like button. Do, do yourself a favor. I mean, this conversation I'm having today with my dear pal, Brennan, is pheno- going to be a phenomenal one. So just do it. It's not that hard. I, I, I know there's not that much clout I have, but just help a brother out and hit the like button. Hit the subscribe. Turn the notifications on. Share it with your friends and family. Make them share it with all their friends and family so we can, you know, blow this up faster than the, uh, than the uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki because, you know, <laughs> I, I really want to take this off. And if you're on Spotify, click that follow button, click the share button, click the like button, and do this, share it as well because, you know, I'd greatly appreciate that. And Britain would enjoy it too. So um, to, to help me uh, 
help me out. He, he didn't join, you know, people years from now when this is big time, you're like, hey, weren't you on that, that phenomenal episode of the Ice Team Meme Show podcast with Noel Dog? And you're like, yeah. One of the first. Yes. What guests am I? Am I number nine or 10? You are, I think this is nine. Uh, that would have been interesting if I could be number 10. It would be like the d- first double digits. Well, you, but I mean, well, I'm I think, not insulted or anything. Oh no 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 no. no, no well, no, you would have. But there, there were a few people. There were a few people who were supposed to go on earlier, and they were like, "Oh no, I, I, I got to." Uh, the one person was going back into school. And he said, like, oh, "I gotta, I can't, I, I don't want to come on. I have to go back, move back to school soon, and you know, I gotta adjust, take the whole week to adjust, which is a little bullshit." I've, but, I've been uh, back for a minute. Like I've been back since the eighth, so you know. But, um, and then, then the other one was, oh, no, I got school and track and all this bullshit. So like, yeah, I was like, oh, fuck both of you. I don't need you on my show anyways. I got enough yeah. good people on there anyways. Um, but without further ado, also, also on there, to help on Anchor FM, if you listen to on there, there's a little portion where you can donate if you want to a little monetary value to help this podcast continue and continue. But enough of that bullshit. I, I'm enough. I'm enough begging like I'm third class. So Nolan's OnlyFans. <laughs> yes, yes. This uh, OnlyFans to get this nice fine piece of juicy yams that I have on my wagon. <laughs> this wagon train needs your help, please. Um, <laughs> like an ASPCA commercial, please help. Um, so let us begin. Um, COVID. It's you know the predominant thing going on in the world. It's affecting everyone. How's it been for yourself in Connecticut? Um, well, I'm back in Boston. I mean, oh, yeah, in Connecticut, yeah. we could, we could talk about yeah. the two oh, territories, yeah. but Connecticut, um, was like good all summer. Like it was below 1% up until like October. Like we were doing very well. I think it was just because, uh, us in Massachusetts had like some of the most like strict guidelines for yeah. it. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, Connecticut's like in the shitter now, like literally every other places as far as COVID. Uh, Boston, it's really weird. Like, I mean, in my neighborhood specifically, like I, I live in the North End uh, and uh, it, it's like a historically like, you know, Italian neighborhood and a lot of like the old school Italian Ooh, people like, gabagool. oh, bro, I, I'm telling you, I listened to like at least one argument of some dude just fucking yelling at his phones being like, oh, you gonna fucking argue with me now? Come on. I'm not shitting you. Like, that's like, it, it's really interesting. But I don't know. Some of them are the nicest people ever. But for some reason, they just don't fucking believe in masks. There's a lot of stop the steal signs along, along, along my uh, general area. So it's yeah. just kind of interesting. So, you know, you kind of get the vibe. That's why there's no one wearing masks. Compared to, um, now we're in the second wave, and who knows if there'll be a third with what's coming from South Africa and the UK. How's how's life been different for you compared from the first wave to the second wave? I mean, not that much different. I, I got to be real. Uh, over the summer, I definitely was a little bit more lax about it. I, I didn't go out to restaurants yeah. I didn't hang in big groups like I wasn't like these assholes who were like going and partying and whatever <laughs> like but um no I mean like I've always been like wear a mask I mean like when I was around my friends and like when COVID was like you know not as bad like over the summer like I, I basically what I'm saying is I kept it to like kind of a tight-knit group of people and was very safe about doing stuff like we weren't you know like going out to eat or partying or stuff like that it was just very you know small so i mean i'm kind of doing the same thing now i think like shit has sort of hit the fan but like 
you know, you got to think, just treat it with the utmost respect. Like you've been, like basically like how you've been doing it the whole day. Yeah. Like ignore the numbers and just like sort of take into consideration that this is still out there. Yeah. No matter how severe it is. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Yeah. I mean, like it's, it's kind of sad because, you know, that you know there's so much that was affected by this whether it be um economically or socially or might have been in people it's just it's embarrassing that there's still people out there who think that this isn't real or that big of a deal and it's caught it's causing more harm not just from themselves to wear the mask but more harm for everyone else to be able to continue with their lives prior to what was going on prior to COVID and you see a lot of countries overseas that are fine, perfect, like Australia and places like that where they're having concerts and raves and all this stuff and, and sporting events. And meanwhile, we're over here acting like a bunch of uh, stunads and it's it sucks. Cause I'm, cause yeah, I'm that, sure... No, go ahead. No, I mean like that, you see like what, what all those countries did right, like was essentially like doing a mandatory lockdown. Yeah. Like if you couldn't, like basically people could only go out for like necessities and I don't know, like, you could never really pull that off in, like, a, the current system of government mm-hmm. that we're already in, because then there's all those pe- people who are going to, like, have a bunch of civil civil liberty suits, <laughs> like, we just, I don't know, it's pretty infuriating, like, we yeah. probably could have had this eradicated, oh, yeah. not eradicated, but, like, we could have had the, the cases down, down significantly, and on top of that, like, with the people who don't wear masks, like, it's not that yourself you have to really worry about like you're not wearing like if i don't know if you know like the whole science behind the mask but like basically that's not wearing a mask is essentially like you can't give covid to anybody else if you wear a mask yeah so like like that like you not wearing a mask you can give someone who is wearing a mask covid if that makes any sense yeah it's just like quit being an asshole and be like a little bit more considerate over everybody Um, around you well, it's just, it's unfortunate because I'm sure being involved in film like you're, uh, which you are, I'm, it, it, I'm sure it definitely had, well, I mean, maybe it didn't, but had some sort of effect on any future projects or something like that that you were trying to do. Was, was that the case when this was going on rampantly? I mean, like, I just got back this semester. I mean, this is a case in point right here. Uh, it doesn't like it, like, uh, when, like, there's definitely a lot more restrictions, like, I mean, and for 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 the right things too. Like, I like I'm not opposed to it. But you're allowed to. You're just not allowed to have like as big of a crew, yeah. uh, and you have to wear like face shields and stuff like that. And they like limit the time you're allowed to shoot. Um, I I've literally had to go over this like 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 earlier today, like before I rented out any equipment. But yeah, it's like pretty insane. Like. I, I don't know. And like, on top of that, I took the fall semester off and excuse me. Um, ugh, my bad. Uh, well, there's no need to say you're bad. You, you can swear in here. You can curse. You can know that stuff. Fucking A. Um, no, but like, uh, so I took the fall semester off cause I was uncertain how bad Boston would be with COVID. So, uh, I ended up, uh, you know, I ended up coming back this spring, but the spring prior to that, I was supposed to have like some pretty decent positions in a lot of productions. 
and they all just got fucking canned like it, it sucked because like and i think there is a bit of a vibe now where like there's not as many people getting hired yeah because of like the limited amount of sets and, and stuff like that so like because because they you have to have like a certain number yeah. of crew members and stuff which which is unfortunate because people you know they they can't if they don't have any money they can't pay for groceries and bills and stuff and there's a lot of people that you know are part of this or that have been freaking out about this and have turned it into a political um statement that you know they, they see it as it only affects themselves and they're not thinking about the big picture and then it's just it's it's sad and ridiculous and you know there's stuff on and completely both sides i mean not anyone no one's completely innocent um i've definitely had my fair share of issues um it, it's it's unfortunate um do you think though i i try to ask this with um with my prior guests and all my guests, I guess you could say, I mean, this is the first time I've asked this sort of question, but do you think the certain uh, guidelines that they put in place medically and health-wise would be, you know, per, would be maintained, you know, going forward post-COVID or do you think it'll kind of? I think to know. an extent, I mean, I yeah. think everybody's going to have to wear a mask for like a while. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I, I don't, here's my like one sort of controversial thing I would say and I don't even think it's that controversial I like like I'm all for like the safe uh you know restaurant things like you know you have to be safe about that like that's where they were finding a lot of these cases were occurring on the other hand I mean the people who go out they're going to choose to get COVID and whatever that's 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 totally besides the point though of my what point I'm trying to make like if you're gonna have like limited capacity or not no dine-in like pay the motherfuckers you know what i'm saying like provide some assistance for small businesses i could give a fuck about like you know like more of the larger scale things like i mean it's whatever they're like fucking corporate enterprises i don't give a shit the small businesses are getting fucked though and I, i feel bad but i also i'm like you know i i understand like like people are getting covid through these like restaurants and small businesses like but uh, yeah, like the fucking government has to step up and actually give aid to these people yeah. who are like forced to shut down. Well, it's, I'm I'm even for like shutting down to an extent, but like like you you're fucking over so many people in the process of it. Well, it's 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 sort of like you know I don't know if you I'm sure you know who Barcel is, but you know they their whole thing with um the small businesses and raising all that money like what was it thirty plus million dollars for that and that's great and all, but. Thirty million dollars is going to do a guts to the entire country for all the small businesses. Absolutely, and I know that you know, politically speaking, they they are trying to pass a I think it was a one point nine trillion dollar um, relief package for that, but you know it's getting blocked and all these other the, the one side doesn't want to do it. And it's it, it's just it's really sad, but I think eventually once this all dies down, when it goes away, that it'd be not for another year, year and a half, whatever it may be. I I think that people are definitely going to be more aware and self aware of passing germs and diseases and all that stuff similar to how it is now because even because even when when I, when this whole thing started like before a week before not i wouldn't say a week before but a few days before everyone was told to go home and i was going to las vegas for a club tennis tournament no one was wearing masks a few days before at um uh logan airport and um you know obviously you know the people of you know the oriental descent or i shouldn't say that but uh asian descent <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I didn't mean to say that. Um, this isn't the Sopranos, Nolan. Um, people of Asian descent, and nothing against that. Um, they, you know, they wear the, ma- they usually are wearing masks, and no one else was wearing masks there. And then after that, everything started getting canceled, and 
people started mass, but I think we're on the right path and, you know, they're starting immediately to, you know, try their best to do the stuff, although they're um, met with quite a bit of uh, predicament and uh, blockage. But um, I think without further ado, I think now we can um, do the video portion. Um, the COVID portion was that I, there's a lot in the personal section that I'll get to, but um, the video section, I'm going to get that out of the way because it's the smallest. So I'm going to click uh, share screen. I'm going to share sound. Isn't it like fat, like creepy dude, like talking about like uh, underage girls? I'm, I'm assuming this. Yeah. Good morning, Julia. Go. It's me, Joe. Just Can wanted to say it? hi. Yeah. Wish you a great day. Tell you that meeting you yesterday and getting a look at you was probably one of the greatest moments of my life. You were so beautiful. You don't know how beautiful you are to me. I mean, just, you're gorgeous, you're precious. And, uh, but it's been sitting in my mind when you said to me, you wanna go back with your ex-boyfriend. Please erase him from your memory. Please don't. Don't ever go back in the past. I know, <laughs> cause I've been there. And I understand when, you know, you're trying to find somebody and you go on dates and nothing compares to your ex, but there is that better person out there. And Julia, I promise you it is me. I will love you like you've never been loved before. Damn. I will cherish you. Hold on, look at, look at, look at. If you look in this kitchen, it's got two ceiling fans. Damn. I'll make you feel like a woman, a real woman. Oh God. Don't believe me. Fuck. After you experience me, you won't even know who your ex-boyfriend is. Damn. So. Shoot, shoot, and here we go. Open up your heart to me in your own. There's another one. He's got three and one four. Do you know, do you know the, do you know the Let's doppelganger? Do you know like when Patrick Starr had his like doppelganger with <laughs> yeah, the mustache? Yeah. No, oh, yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. yeah. That, Briefly, that's yeah. kind of what this dude looks like. Who does he look like though? Like, do you remember when Patrick Starr had like the, the like they thought it was him, but like he had like a mustache and like his eyes are a lot like smaller. Yeah, I, I, vaguely. I'll look it up right now. Uh, yeah. Patrick, just look like, yeah, Patrick Starr with a mustache. Yeah, right there. The action. The first this one? No, no, that guy right there. Oh, no. This one? Yeah. <laughs> Patrick, not Starr. Uh, Damn. Yeah. Um, Brottle. Full throttle. I could see me falling in love with you. <laughs> it just, I don't know. I just looked in your eyes and I just melt. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm heading off to work. This is my cute little home. Everything you see behind me, I built everything. Every square inch from crown from molding, molding to chair, chair rail, rail to floors to lighting place. to plumbing, doors, windows. You name it. So this is the type of guy you're getting. I'm a very handy guy. And... Uh, oh. <laughs> I'd love to build you whatever you want. Oh, okay. You're a sweetheart. So I hope this video doesn't scare you, but that's how I feel. Too late. I just want you to know that. Watch, okay, here it comes. I look forward to uh, going out to dinner with you. So let's make it happen. Oh, he switches. Mwah. Ciao, baby. Uh, bro, build a, like, if he's going to build or something, build a fucking insane asylum around himself. Yes. Jesus. Um, Dude's a crazy. See, see, the thing is, though, at first it wasn't that bad. It was manageable. And then it, it walks closer to the edge of the cliff and then it just deep dives down off of it. 
and um, I've explained this in my other episodes. Basically, this guy was at a gym, and he sees this very attractive woman, like anyone would, and he pays so much attention to her that he finds out who she is via the signing clipboard, finds her name. Then yeah. as she's walking out, he goes, uh, hey, I think you're attractive, beautiful. We should go out on a date. Maybe I'd like love to let you go out for drinks. She goes, okay, fine, but I'll take your number. He puts his number into her phone. Instead of just pressing enter, he presses the phone logo in there. So it rings on his phone and then he ends it. And then now he has his phone, her phone number in it. And he said, he texts her that video. Something, something tells me that Julia is a lot younger than he is. I don't know. And the thing is uh, the pod, this podcast, I watch um, your mom's ha- uh, your mom's house with Tom Segura and Christina Pazinski. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, they play this video on there and they interview the real Julia, the lady he sends this video to, and she explains, I haven't watched that video yet. Basically what happens, and then he sends her another video while driving and basically, oh, hey there, my beautiful girlfriend, and basically pretends like he's dating her, and, and she ends up just getting rid of him and blocking her and blocking him on her phone, and it was rough. Um, on the cool guy scale, one to 10, how would you rate this guy? I don't know. I mean, like, he i mean like look here i gotta give him props it's a lot of effort to go through but like the dude is i don't know i feel like no yeah maybe it's a generational gap like i don't think any of us would go through that trouble for a girl at our age like no that shit is or I mean, arguably at any age, that that shit's kind of creepy. Yeah, it's just it's weird. And the thing is, people like this, him, think it's completely normal, and it's it's just it's uncomfortable. And you know, there are other ways, um, just to do it. But hey, I wouldn't do what he does. I don't know if he would copy him, but on the cool guy scale, I I would definitely uh, rate him at least probably like a five or six. Sure, Um, I would give him. I would. I'd probably give him the same. You know. And he, here's the next video. I've seen this video so many times. Oh, great story, about Time to wake up, my queen. Come on, my queen above 18. Open them beautiful eyes. There you go. You are so beautiful. I just love my queen above 18. Well, good morning. I like the pause. All right, my queen. I'll go down and put your breakfast on. Here you go. I'll get you some nice hot cup of coffee. You go <laughs> I'll get you some nice egg cup of coffee. <laughs> go take your shower and I'll meet you in the kitchen. You go take that shower. I love you too, my queen <laughs> above 18. I will see you in a little bit. Yes, you look beautiful. Oh, thanks, King. All right, I'll talk to you in a little bit. I really like the POV shot. That's, I have to give him credit on doing that. Waddling over like uh, Mr. Krabs and giving that POV shot. It, it's, it's very, uh, it, it's very, it, it's an interesting story. This guy, his name is Steve, probably in his 60s, and he truck drives in Ohio. And he makes a lot of videos on his TikTok. And he does this and he gives a lot of compliments to women above 18. He prefaces that. He says specifically, if you're above 18, you can do this. If you're not leave and i will block you i'll find you you might get through the first few times but eventually i'll find you and delete you off my page because he thinks you know he can just delete you off tiktok and apparently originally when he was doing these videos he uh it was originally just like hey let me see them boobies hang i want to see the boobies saying send me a shirt say video with you with a tight shirt shine them boobies (laughs) 
he just said it on TikTok and he'd get that and get that and he then he'd be like send me send me a message send me a message of your video of you having fun at your events and parties send me a video on Snapchat of you having fun during your day oh, I love you and he gives shout outs then eventually it was getting really popular they were showing this on the same your mom's house podcast and now he was then he started charging people five dollars ten dollars fifty dollars for any type of shout would be text video or whatever it may be and it was ridiculous and then he created a merch line where it's sweatshirts uh tank tops sweatpants hats and also kings and queens all over it and queens above 18 and there was one point and this is my personal connection with the king steve he posted one video was around thanksgiving where someone said i feel uncomfy and there's a thing in tiktok you can do we can create a video and put a comment and react to it and i he said what did this person mean by uncomfy and i said in the comment section and I, and I, pr- I I'll say as best as I can. I said, yeah. uncomfy is when uh, a 65 year old man is asking for lewd photos or videos from above age women or near above age. And the guy, the, the guy reacts to my comment and does a video about it. He's like, this guy thinks I'm asking for all this gross stuff, and I must have he must have porn- pornography on his mind. And this guy says, sick fuck. And I was just like, him on the podcast. God no, um, <laughs> maybe I don't know. Um, I probably would get disowned. Um, uh, and I showed my entire family, and they were just like, "Oh!" And of course, that didn't go over with my mother. Um, yeah, but, uh, it doesn't no, it seem very family friendly. <laughs> no, I thought it was. I, I I thought it was funny in the sense that he thinks this is normal, and then then uh, he's got this thing called the King Challenge, and he's just he's. Is an interesting guy. At, on the on the cool scale, out of ten, how would you rate him? You know what? I'm gonna have to. I'll, I'll do. I'll do your last thing. I'll give him a five. I mean, like, I respect the. Yeah, I. This isn't like I respect the 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 POV type yeah. thing. Like, I, I think that's. Like, I, I feel like he's talking to me. Yes. You know, I yes. mean, am Damn. I uncomfortable about that? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Yeah, but hey, like, it, it seems very personal. So, you know, special. you know what? I'll go, I'll go above, one above and I'll you give him a six. Give it a six. So I'll give him a six. So, him, so uh, Steve and Joe are both tied with a six. Yes, sir. This next, this next guy has to be above a seven. Okay. Hello, Nero. My name is Welvis. Actually, oh, um, Welvis, sort of a mixture between Elvis and Wolverine. And I'm as dangerous as it gets. Pussy Destroyer 420. Damn, this dude's sick. <laughs> this, this guy's definitely packing. Also, they got the great kick. Also, the coal throttle. Oh, shit. He's got the coal, so coming out. I like the sound effects. Oh, yeah. No, he's like, he's doing a really good job. Yeah, voiceover. <laughs> We're so reacting. Also, oh, the overhead smash. Damn, whoever, whoever is up against this motherfucker is is f u c k e d. Yes, fucked. Watch, watch him dance. 
Damn. Whoever screwed, whoever messed with this girl and took his girl from him, yeah. they're fucked. They're. I'm more deadly than Wolverine or the Wombat. Nolan, where do you find these videos? Okay, so this guy I found. So the last two guys I found on TikTok. The first one I found on the uh, podcast. This guy's name is Haig. This guy's YouTube channel is also on TikTok, and he does a lot of skits and a lot of uh, puppet work and puppetry, and does a lot of cosplay. And he does uh, the Flash. There's a lot of make believe characters that he makes up. Wolverine, Wombat Ring, which is a mix of a Wombat and Wolverine. Elvis, Elvis, um, Superman. Batman. Um, the first video I saw him do of, El- of Wolverine was he had a black tank top, muscle shirt on, I should say, black shorts. Then he has his hair gelled up like Wolverine. He goes, hey, bud, where's the girl? You better stop talking. I'm freaking so about to get, let's say, interesting. And it was just funny stuff. And then eventually around Thanksgiving, he's like, okay, guys, I just want to say that I'm going to take a little break and for my mental health. And I'm getting a little burned out. Took a break, then came back with Biden one. He said, "Congratulations, Biden one pumps out." But I'm not taking another break till March for my mental health and to not be burned out. Um, but he's great. He does great stuff. Unfortunately, he's no longer doing Wombat Reno, Wellvest, or Wolverine because he finds it a little, as he says, a little cringy watching it later on. Um, this guy's from Australia, so he's he, he's cool. He's got great facial yeah. hair. Um, I have another video from him. It's close to the one I saw before of Elvis. Wait a minute. Metal can't taste blood. They can't Metal taste. Talking, Where's the mutant? He's really he gets to the point. He says, "Hey, if you don't tell me where the mutant is, I will claw the fuck out of you." Oh God. <laughs> I like the Michael Strahan look he does with his teeth. Yeah, that's a good one. There. Oh, here it comes. Really? Five guys with guns. Oh, ha 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 ha. The rule of thirds is on point. Look at this rule of thirds. Yeah. <laughs> Just not being utilized at all. Let's try this again. Completely out of shot. <laughs> No, it's 3D. Yeah, think I'm joking. <laughs> Talk or I'll make it. Oh, shoot. Nicole Strahan, please stop. Yeah. Over there. Good. Never mess with the Wolverine. Damn, the, the chin strap is fire. Not gonna lie. Like, I, I like I like the chin strap. I, I supported one for a bit. I shaved the other day, so it's not... It's not there, but um, no. So this guy, Hague, like I said, the same guy as the other one. At a ten, how would you rate him on the cool scale? Oh, fucking ten. Like, I if, if I could go higher. Yeah, if you could go higher, it'd be higher, but you can't. I'd um, be, I'd be if 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 I was just like walking around my neighborhood and this dude just like stepped up, I'd be like, bro, take everything I have. 
Would you be safe with him being the uh, community police watchdog? People better watch the fuck out. This <laughs> is, is, is what's going to happen. They if cross, that... they cross the, street, the other side of the street to get away from him. Bro, um, he... But yeah. I do, yeah. I, I do hear a bunch of like... There was some dude in my hallway with a lisp <laughs> who like... I, I live in an apartment and like I always like hear this guy kind of yelling sometimes. Like he's you know, hey, he could possibly be, be this guy. He could he could be the king who's watching over me, and I appreciate that. Um, now, speaking of that, are you? Is it um like is it all student living or is it just uh mix? Um, it's mix. I mean, there's a guy who lives upstairs from me. I like hung out with him for a bit. He uh he's a comedian. He's like 26. He's uh, uh him and him and some other friends. Uh, live there uh then there's like two girls who live above me as well who uh who i think are in college i don't know i've i've like kind of looked like an idiot like a couple <laughs> times because like i told the comedian dude and i was like i'm like oh, are you in college or graduating or whatever and he's just like no nah. like he's like i'm a comedian that's fine i should have learned from the previous time when i asked some uh the woman who lives next to me, I was just like, oh, like, you, because like, she looked really young. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, are you like in college or graduate or just living here? She's like, see, actually, I work full time. I'm like, oh, how old are you? And she's like, 27. I'm like, fuck, okay. Uh, <laughs> like, I just looked like a fucking bonehead twice. But yeah. Next you video. Would, you would like my landlord, Nolan. I mean, like, I haven't met him in person, but he, when he calls me, he like, he sounds like a member of the Sopranos. It's it's beautiful. Yo, Brendan, where's your money? Now here's the next guy. This is Big Rob. Big what Rob. About what about YouTube? It's Big Rob. <laughs> Bitches be stopping on my mouth. I'm back here again. We're gonna do a review, a drink review. I've had this drink before, but I figured I review it. Wait, he's already had that drink before, but he's reviewing it. I thought he was gonna start spitting, like when he when he when he rhymed that. I thought he was gonna go off. <laughs> oh, on the rest of his channel, he's got a lot of video. He's got a video like that. Mountain Dew, USA. It's actually really good. Where we good? It's um three flavors. Three flavors. <laughs> cold red, right out, and voltage. Bro, that looks terrible. Like I said, I've tasted this before, but... Oh, he's, oh thanks for telling us. Tell you, like, what I like about it and stuff. So here we go. There's actually just cough syrup yeah. in there. Pink. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like leaning cough syrup. <laughs> the dude's just secretly getting really geeked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Damn. It's fucking delicious. <laughs> It's fucking delicious. It's like it's a foodie flavor. It's a foodie flavor. <laughs> fucking good. It's fucking good. It's fucking banging. Banging. I have another taste. Oh, watch him guzzle it again. Pinky up. Pinky up. He's gonna guzzle it. Watch. All right, at least he's being classy about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> no, jeez. He's looking at them lips. 
<clears throat> that's good. <laughs> but yeah, I fucking love it. It's I fucking love it. Tasty as shit. Tasty as shit. um, Mountain Dew, USA. Thanks, bro. Appreciate that. Um, he's got another, he's got another, so this is a big drop he does. He hasn't posted videos in a few years, but he does UFC re, um, review videos. He does, uh, he's got a rap video on there. He does stuff like this, other food reviews and stuff. He's got a video on here where he makes a sandwich with two pieces of white bread with Copenhagen dip in between it. And he eats it. And <laughs> it's like, with what? Copenhagen dip. Oh, oh dip, like, like chewing tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, Fuck. and his sister's recording. He goes, my sister's recording, and I'm gonna tell her to keep recording even when I throw up because I'm probably gonna throw up. And he eats it, and within like a bite, he's like, oh, oh, oh. I knew, I knew and, a uh, dude in high school who, who, uh, he was like older than all of us. Like he was like in his 30s when we were all in high, but he was like kind of hang out around town. And I feel like I've told you about this guy, but there's a video of him on the internet snorting dip. Um, but this guy eats it and then he throws it up and it looks like a spaghetti, uh, Chef Birdie SpaghettiOs. Ew. <laughs> and, and, it's like, and he runs off to the bath, waddles off to the bath like Mr. Krabs and he comes back after they edit it and he goes, uh, you know, I just flew up, but yeah, I'm going to keep eating it. And he keeps eating it afterwards. Uh, but oh. this guy... This- this guy was this guy, you know, his message and when he tries to preach his promoting is I think at eight out of ten. Um cool guy scale, not as cool as the previous guy, but still okay. I'd give him a five and a half, six, six and a half. Yeah, I would I would give the same. I mean I I mean I that that bar at the that bar at the beginning like kind of was pretty fire, I'm not gonna lie. Like he, he was going off. My name is Big Rob and bitches be slow on him. It's big Rob. Bitches be on my mind. <laughs> Boom, mic drop. Um, I re- what I really like is the setting he's in against the concrete wall for uh with the sound re- reverbs off and bounces off the uh the lights uh, above him. It- it's really you know great quality. This is definitely like somewhere like in the Midwest or something like that. Yeah, but like like, like I, in I like Detroit. <laughs> definitely, definitely Detroit. Um. Uh, let's go. We got some, uh, some more. Oh, yeah, this is the dude who, who makes the cheetah, uh, makes the Doritos. Come on! Yeah. <laughs> I have okay. the cops here, I don't... This is tr- seven years ago. He's cha- he's, his look has changed recently. In the last film me, years. film the game. I'm trying to... This is for YouTube. You're more interesting. Because show the... Come on. The cops are here. You want to get that part. <laughs> Die! I can't film the game, God... <laughs> I got wasted. The cops in this game do not mess around. I tell you. I tell you. Who's, who's, what is that? You got a package. I, I didn't order anything, I promise. Well, it's addressed to you. I didn't order anything. It's Damn, from Sony. What? Give it here. Will you help me with the table, please? He just knocked it over. I know, but I need it. I know, but I need it. <laughs> Sounds like Darth Sidious. Wait. Careful. Here. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! It's a PlayStation 4! It's a PlayStation 4! <laughs> Yes! yes. <laughs> I can't believe this! Why did they send this to me? Oh, 
Oh, the new controller. Look at this. Look at this. Oh my god. It's so nice. Oh, there's a little touch thing, a little. So basically, he continues to you know, use the PS4 and play. Um, but you know, Boogie Two Nine Eight. This is his character Francis, and he posts a lot yeah. of stuff with this. Um, but now his his, Fran his Francis stuff has gotten a lot of sh has gotten shitty as of lately, just because it's has it's had to be a or demonetized or maybe and more um more politically correct and stuff like that. And his content's kind of dropped just because of that. But he, he's gotten some trouble in the last few years for his views on uh Twitch and what he has said on there. But um. I've been following this guy for years, and he, he's such a uh, marvelous YouTuber, and I, this is one of my favorite videos. This is the first video I saw of him. Seems, like, pretty pretty wholesome. I mean, like, because I know that he's playing a character. Yeah. Like, like, I think my brother watches him, but, like, like, I don't know. I feel like those people before this were, you know, like, just, they weren't really, they were kind of just playing themselves. Like, this yeah. is a little bit more. Well, and it's also sad because, you know, his backstory, I don't know if you know his backstory, but... Sort of, it, yeah. It, it's, just, it's really sad how he grew, up, he grew up dirt, dirt, extremely dirt poor, and his parents were alcoholics, and his mother was an abuser, and his dad worked in a coal mine. It was just, it's really sad, and, you know, then he, you know, like anyone else who, you know, suffers with those type of situations, you know, they get depressed, and the only way they can help the depression is eating, and he just gained so much weight. Now he's, you know, got himself somewhat under control losing some sort of amount of a large amount of weight actually and uh it's good but now this is he's got some great content uh but now the last few videos are the creme de la creme that i just put up recently i've seen this video like gabriel something for the gabagool gabagool oh yeah tony gabagool grandma something with fat and nitrates gabagool Bring it in. Right, forward ham, salami, gabagol. Gabagol. Taking the gabagol and shit out of the fridge. Let's get back to that gabagol. <laughs> gabagol. Oh, this from a slice of gabagol. The gabagol. Gabagol. <laughs> that was when he was super racist right like when he passes out right yeah i, I think i i can't remember but uh now that the, the, the gabagool is a great thing that show which we can talk about in the personal section but here here one of my oh, favorite yeah. characters of all time uncle jr th this might get me some trouble <laughs> um i might have to get this out later but i don't care because what he says is the best boy anthony must have really gotten under your collar admit it you're looking to crack his coyote for putting you in here. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I'm playing shortstop short for the Mets. Mets. We want Johnny Sack. <laughs> but more than him, we want one guy that went to I want to fuck Angie Dickens. See who gets lucky first. <laughs> you were gone a long time. How many White Castle did you have? I didn't, I swear. I can smell them. Drives a Lincoln. Sad day. Mm-hmm. Kid was always a dumb fuck, though, wasn't he? <laughs> Didn't he almost drown in three inches of water? The penguin exhibit. You're not sick, but testing shows REM-wise you have 40 arousals per hour. More since I met you. Such a thing to say. Arousals mean a change in your stages of sleep. 
You are such a flirt. Why didn't you just call a plumber? With what? what? I fucking toast. I fucking toast. I've been busy. You all right? Oh, Doc, don't bullshit a bullshitter. Is this shit gonna work, or should we go back in the room? You got a top guy here. Him? Guy, I'd go see if I needed to. I'll be a son of a bitch. Fucking house arrest. <sighs> Federal marshals are so far up my ass, yeah, I can taste Brill Cream. Sam. Bullshit. Soprano. Here you go, son. Go shit in your hat. Uncle June, stop! <laughs> Thank you, officers. What kind of likeness is that? <laughs> they were great artists to be in a museum. Fuck. <laughs> fucking father for cartoonists now? Located at 8721 Whalen Avenue in Paramus. Would testify Mars. that post office box number 206 was registered to and paid for by when Ira. If I ever need glasses, I'm gonna get glasses like Uncle Junior. Barrett. Oh, same. At 43 Bellingham Boulevard, apartment 4B, Paramus, New Jersey, and was initially rented by Ira E. Barad on September 16, 1998, with a payment of. Corrado, don't you have nothing? You can make a hand turkey. <laughs> For Christmas? Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking had it. For what? Everything. Did you offer my nephew something? I'm ready to yours. Not made. Not made. Did you offer him an aspirin? Cunt. <laughs> the important thing. You look better, too. If you're gonna lie to me, tell me there's a broad waiting in the car who wants to tongue my balls. Fuck you! Fuck you. Fuck you! I thought you were gonna ask my advice about Ralph Cifaretto. Any thoughts? What else do I have left? Mr. Soprano, I'm Michael McLuhan from the U.S. Marshal Service, here to reattach your electronic bracelet. They give you the important jobs, huh? <laughs> Guy comes home with a bouquet of flowers for his wife. I guess I'll have to spread my legs now, she says. Why, he asks. Don't you have a vase? <laughs> Look at your favorite Santa Barbara album. Leave me the fuck alone. Leave me the fuck alone. Uncle, Uncle Junior, see, the thing is, it's just, there's something about him. I got this. That, uh, that, it, it, the character that, the show wouldn't work nowadays, obviously. But he, it, it's just, there's something about him that it's just so interesting and marvelous and wonderful. I, I do definitely think it could work nowadays i mean like even from the start it was very self-aware and they like yeah. david chase like and terrence winter they specifically knew that they were writing pretty yeah uh dark shit like, like yeah like as far as like it's a commentary on how like oh yeah like like just like the uneducatedness and like you see it kind of conflict when like you know that whole that whole thing with that uh, meadow's boyfriend who's black like, yeah like how tony is just like significant like they yeah. Like you love you love Tony, but he's like, you know, a shitty you, person. You, yeah, you have like an understanding that he's a bad dude. So like, I I honestly think that could be made today. Yeah. Like as long as there's like some self awareness to it. Yeah, I mean, I I think those certain some of the language, like some of the schemes, scenes, not schemes, scenes I skipped over, definitely might not go that well nowadays. Um, 
just for the language portion. Now everything's got to be politically correct, but he's just from season one to I think the end before he drops off mentally. Um, he's just such a great character, and he, he's he, he's he's got all these old school lines that make it so much more funny um, than yeah. it is. But um, this is a twenty three second video, so this is this is a great one. I got this new anime plot. Basically, there's this high school girl, except she's got huge boobs. I mean, some serious hunkers. A real setup of donkers. Packing some Doban honkeros. Massive the hunka bank Big old Tan Hangara Cougars. What happens next? Transfer student shows up one day with even bigger bunk Hanaga Hoogs. Humongous Hunga Longa No No Logongas. This is a great video. Nobody told you to put my nephew under surveillance. I know, Junior. I know. I just wanted to be on the safe side, and I'm glad I did. Because your nephew is not just hanging out at that pity bar and going to his daughter's soccer games. Go ahead. Twice. Last week, he goes toward the medical center, and they lose him. A girlfriend? No, 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 no. He's seeing this Russian slit very open. Your nephew is talking to the feds. I mean, where else would he be going where it requires such uh, precautions? And what the fuck else would be the big secret? What am I, a swami? Hey! Ah! Yo! Keep How you feel? Good to see you. You shanked it, Sil. I still got the coach on my mind. We got fresh air, we got sunshine, we got a beautiful day. Forget about that shit. Thank God for golf some days. Trying to concentrate here. So, did you get any golf in down in Boca, Uncle June? Fucking matters, please. So you play uh, manatee or what's the name of the other one? Will you let the man tee off? You yap worse than six barbers. <laughs> if you'd have shut up doing that game against Mountain Lakes, you wouldn't have missed that fucking fly ball. I was ashamed to face my friends. Good, Mikey. Better. What do you mean, better? Well, you know, it's... Better. Better. Yeah, it's right Whoa, Junior. Oh, Junior what? Uncle June's in a muff. What? Oh, did I say muff? <laughs> I meant rough. Good shot. What's that smell? Did you guys go to a sushi bar? What the fuck's he talking about? I thought you were a bacala man, Uncle June. What are you doing eating sushi? You fucking run off at the mouth, you know that? South of the border, down Mexico way. Hey, listen, my friend. At least I can deal with my own problems. Unlike some I know. What's that supposed to mean? Take it however you want. Don't bullshit with me. Hey, hey guys, guys. We here to play golf or what? Come on. South of the border, where the tuna fish play. Let's, uh, let's get back to uh, brass tacks. Uh, uh, what I want to talk about is now the, the personal um, portion of the show. Um, Beautiful. What, uh, what we do here for my viewers and listeners um, tuning into this show is me, myself, I should say, no dog, the king himself. Um, 
and my guests kind of go over how we met each other and stuff like that and fond memories we have with each other and all sorts of other stuff the hard-hitting questions um so I what I now you I mean you can go first or I can but what what I will say is or I guess I'll be going first then I mean it is my show but um there you go it's Frank Stallone um (laughs) um, so the Germans would have us believe Hey, yo, it's Frank Stallone. I've got my gun here, and i got my guitar. I pick it back in my phone. Were you, ref- were you referencing Norm? Because he has a Frank Stallone series of jokes. Yes, he does. No, no, because um, Frank Stallone is like a hardcore Republican. And he yeah, like, no, I know. Norris, but, uh, yeah. no, um, no, no, the Norm jokes, which we can get to, is uh, those were some classic ones. Next time you come on, we'll have to... Uh, well, I'll put some new videos in there for season two. Um, uh, absolutely. But uh, what I what I remember though from, I think my first year, because uh, it was first year at URI, because obviously you're going to Emerson, which we can talk to you about in a little bit. Um, I think it was more of just passing through the hallways because you had lived down the other end um, with all those people who had, most of them I didn't know, and then eventually as I started to get more involved with Michael and I said sign our fuckers to the other people I was hanging out with. Um. Uh, I, I, mean, I think it was one day I went with Michael to do something we were talking and you came over and we shook hands um, and then I think we said hello and then it, it went off from there and then we became uh, closer and closer and shared laughs about uh, all sorts of fun fun uh, stuff But and I think though, out, out of them all out of everyone there I mean besides Michael and Gavin because that's a bond that will never be separated um, with Gavin's decision um, I think we probably were the most cohesive pair in that group um i think sure. that i think we got along greatly i i think we never you know had an argument i think definitely there was um stuff we would make a big deal i think there was stuff that i might make a big deal about um there was the one time there's the one time and and push buttons on stuff and i can't remember you doing that for me but um yeah no i, I think the overall it was really um been a, a beneficial and i think there was always um, but how, how do you remember it going? Uh, so, okay. I, that, like, this was, like, before my official meeting with you. I feel yeah. like I've told you this story before. No, yeah, yeah, you have. So, okay, this is how I remember it. I was, like, it was, like, 1.30 in the morning. I don't know. My first couple months at URI weren't great, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, but I remember, like, it being in the, one of the lounges, and I was, like, I was like low-key having a panic attack, like just, <laughs> and, and I'm like, you know, just trying to like get through it or whatever. And then I have no, like you had, I, you had clearly come, just come from, you were in like a suit, you were, you had, uh, I, I heard noise from down the hall or from the elevator and you had like clearly just like came from a party and <laughs> like your all your friends just kept walking straight, but you for some reason, walks into the lounge and you were just like yo bro let's fucking go ah there's no pussy shit tonight like something among those lines and i just remember being like i'm gonna fucking kick this kid's ass like i'm not doing well like and then you ended up going back and i remember talking amongst the the, like the whole uh like the whole gang and whatever that the hillside gang like the people are hanging out with i'm like who the fuck is that kid they're like oh that's nolan and then like two weeks two weeks later like prior to like me asking who the fuck you were I remember us like having a pretty decent conversation I'm like oh he's like 
He's cool. Yeah. I mean, I initially wanted to fucking. Oh no! Like, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, you, but... and, and I and I've, I've shared this with you in the past. And the thing is, you know, when I, the first the first few months, I would say, definitely the first few weeks, I was you know going to full force. I was putting myself out there. I was talking to everyone, interacting, socializing with so many people. You know, doing all I can, you know, to knock a few back as well. Um, more than I ever did in high school, because that, that wasn't something. Or it's not. I don't want to say that's not what I did in high school, but I never really had the opportunity. Um, yeah. Because I didn't have a good base. So when I got there, I really tried my best to have a good base for other, which is really hard for me to do. It was out of my comfort zone, and I was going full force. And then, and, you know, doing as much social stuff as possible. And then eventually, it slowed down. It came straight straight to a halt. And I think when I started hanging around with Michael and that group is when it kind of stopped and when I stopped, you know, dealing with that big group that always piled up in the main lounge and then the uh, yeah. gaggle of gr- the, uh, the uh, tri- triple, uh, triple room of girls lived across the hall from me, that, that kind of died down on, on uh, uh, whether I want to or not. I, I personally, I didn't want to, but uh, that was never going to be um, continuing, uh, whether it be yeah. like Destiny or not. Um, and then, but I started hanging with you guys, you know, you, and we had our sure, uh, sure fun of uh, stuff. But I think at first it was just, you know, didn't know anywhere. And then finally, you know, we start to hang out way more, yeah. we went to eat and stuff. And it was really, uh, it was great. I think the one, one memory though that I have that I love the most, and I think you were there for it, was when we went to, were you there when we went to Sonic and Michael's car down that uh, windy road? yeah oh where michael almost crashed the car like 15 times yeah, yeah. it was me you dan natalie uh annie i think natalie wasn't there, it was annie. there. so it's just me me you annie and dan and michael and maybe Gap, was gavin there or did he or was he off with his might be a former boyfriend or uh or he might have just been with like Mackenzie. Yeah. i think they might have been just hanging out yeah because i don't remember i like i tend to think i have a pretty good memory yeah, but um, like but that was just that was just the greatest night because he's going he doesn't go less than 100 miles per hour on the road and that was a windy old yeah. road and he's going left and of course Dan the uh, monster energy head that he is uh, he was loving it it was it was wild yeah. he, he's definitely a something um, but uh, Emerson you decide to go to um, Emerson um, what, what, what was what was the signing factor going there instead of you know staying the course as W Senior says at URI <laughs> well uh here's the thing like I had gone to URI uh I'm not gonna knock it because like I, again I had some good experiences there as well uh I like I think we were pretty tight same with like I mean I, I'm kind of iffy like not not iffy but like I don't really talk to all those guys like like the from the hillside group with like yeah. the exception of like Lex I want to yeah. say and then like you but uh yeah so like the so the initial decision like was kind of brought on by like I don't know I feel like URI is a very is a very good school for people who want to kind of explore their options yeah. as far as like what interests them. You want, you want more of a, uh, you know, I'm doing this and doing this path and this is what I just want to stick to. And that's what I want. I don't want any. For sure. Cause, yeah. Cause and that, you know what you know you want. 
Yeah, and like again, like as far as like the gen ed requirements, they're all. I mean, like again, I'm taking some liberal arts courses, like some writing classes, and some. I'm taking a math class this semester, and like I took a science one over the summer, and like a language. Like those are kind of, but like it's not like overloading in in like gen eds to where I would like you know sort of feel like I wasn't really getting into my major fully. Yeah. And, uh, but here's the thing though, like, I also, I mean, this was the big, you know, deterrent uh, to URI was the fact that I was going to run out of film production classes, but at the time I was like my first semester junior year, because I had just taken all of them my, my first semester. So that's what I was a, a bit afraid of. And yeah. that's kind of where I was like, you know what, I, I think I, this isn't, like, I know, like, even though, like, there was, like, you know, this sort of temporary happiness, like, hanging out with all you guys and stuff, because, like, again, like, I, like, I, I value that for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely, yeah. But uh, I think at the end of the day, I just wouldn't have been as happy and, like, yeah. like as far as, like, and, and feeling fulfilled enough, like, because, again, like, I am not one of those people who wants to like explore my options i like know exactly what i want to do and i want to be taught that skill set yeah de oh, definitely i i definitely i think that and i i think that when you go to a school that's known for that specific thing or a specific path that you want to go on it's definitely a you know better option and stuff you know oh yeah by the time i i remember it was doing fucking orientation for you and liddy speaking was like um oh i, I switched majors six times i was doing my options and Hold on. What? Okay, I'll have it later. It's fucking stunans. Um, uh, <laughs> no, uh, oh no, and I just like uh, too much time that wasting. You know, it's, it's switching majors six times to exploring things, and that's great. You know, you want to figure out what's best for you, but yeah. you know, if if you know, you know what you want, and you know, you know, this is what I want. This is the path I want to go down. You know, uh, you, you shouldn't waste your time. You know, if you don't, if you know that I'm not going to benefit completely from all these classes that are in you know, a joke yeah 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 and like i don't know like i i think yeah like i like kind of what you said i mean like i'm open with like exploring different yeah. vehicles of oh, uh, education but just through what my major is i mean like listen like i i i dig a lot of things but i know this is the type of skill set that i want to learn yeah. and like I don't know. I just didn't necessarily feel like I would have gotten the most out of it. Cause like the stuff that they have at Emirate, like they have like all these like organizations to get involved with productions yeah. and kind of sort of get like sort of that real world type thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, also a thing I discovered, and again, this is no knock to the old NK or SK or whatever. Yeah. I, I just knew like, that I wanted to be in a city too. And I fucking yeah. love Boston. I think it's really, really well, sick. Right. And uh, yeah, I mean, that was just like a conclusion I came to, but yeah. Yeah, it, it's definitely, um, shit, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, it, well, it's definitely like, you know what you want, you know what you want and you know that these fucking like con 100 classes or intro to space science that you have to take isn't in order to move up into other classes for your major isn't worth it. Um, what I, what I want to say though, and no bias in this next point that I want to make, no bias. I put that aside, I put that aside for this next one. Um, comparing your roommates or your the, the people in your building now compared to who, compared 
to um uh compared to what you had before how did the why um why didn't your roommates at emerson compare it in any such way to the vast magnitude and savagery that your old friends had at your eye uh Hmm. Interesting. No, I mean, I mean, uh, do, is, do you see any similarities though, or like, how has it been with, you know, how was it, you know, connecting with, you know, new people uh, for this, you know? I mean, it was super easy, low key, like, cause like, I, I, I was like, last year, I was in a suite with like five other dudes, yeah. and they were all transfer students. Uh, so I think there was like kind of like that thing in common, and like instantly we all kind of clicked. I mean. I'm even like living like a five minute walk from them right now. Uh, how does it compare to URI people? I mean, I don't know. It's just like kind of different. I, yeah. I tend to feel that, uh, I don't know. Like I have like a lot of shared interest with you, like oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. but like, I definitely, as far as like my sweet mates right now, like they, it's I pretty, want- it's like, I mean, it, they're all like, you know, like, film they film all, yeah they all buy they're all you know clustered with you because you know you sh- all share that interest in film which is you know great to be able to yeah and like music and stuff like that and like politics and whatever too how does it it's just very different honestly i, I mean yeah, like yeah. i'm not gonna show preferential know, to yeah, any definitely. specific person yeah. i mean what do i miss about about y'all i mean like there is always kind of, i mean there is always kind of like a group dynamic thing yeah. which is like something that I just think with sheer volume, yeah. like of people, like it, it's 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 gonna break down a bit. I mean, like, cause like I'll I'll go, you know, a, a couple like a couple days without seeing some of my people, but then like, like or like or the, like just as an example, like I would go and hang out, and then it, I would like at the end of the day like hang out with like one or two of my friends and then the other one would stay back like i felt like at uri everybody we all kind of did things as like a unit you know what i'm saying yeah no, like it, it, that's the one i think that's that differs a bit yeah for well, sure it's it's definitely i mean it, it's definitely you know i mean obviously both were beneficial i mean but i think that when you have the option like you did when, rather get you know you have people you instantly vibe with and connect with because they share you know something it's quite easy um what I, what what I want to say is what, why do you, and you kind of mentioned it right there um, about the old group. Um, why do you think there was such a, a tight bond between yourself, Michael, myself, and you know, Liberace himself? Liberace, Gavin. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, again, I mean, like, you guys are just like you guys were always just trying to do something as a group, yeah. and like, I always, you know, I like to think I, I was always a you know, like up to like doing different things. No, yeah, definitely. No, well, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, th- I think though, I, I think what I, and I agree with that point. I think there also definitely were some parts where people didn't want to, and that kind of, you know, with Michael, you know, he, he's one to not get into argument like myself. So if someone doesn't want to do something, then he's going to, I think the whole group then decides, no, we're not going to do that. So it definitely can be more challenging. But I, I think, I think it was for myself, uh, how I see it, it was a, a symbiotic relationship in the sense where we all meshed into one. I think we all made each other a whole, no, I don't want to say whole, make it seem sappy and shit, but like it made the entire, you know, thing conglomerate whole in a sense. And I think that, you know, although Michael was the ringleader, we all, we were all, you know, support each other, you know, greatly in, in that sense and brought great, you know, com- uh, comedic joy and uh, that sort of sense. Yeah. I, I remember, I remember uh, 
specifically there was I forget what song it was, but we were it was me, you. We were, I think we were seeing like Oh Girl by the Shy Lights with Michael one time in the car, and uh, we we were blasting out and they were there and I think we had gotten ice cream one time and it was it was such a uh, unique. Uh, yeah, that was the night I got into Emerson. Actually, I remember you guys took me out for ice cream. Yeah, we went to we went to Berkeley's. We all we all uh we all got it was March. It was the beginning of March, I believe it was, because Brick that's when Berkeley's opens and it was at night. It was pretty cold. Um, I remember uh, that night. The uh, well, uh, explain to the viewers, the viewers out there, what it what it was like uh, watching Michael uh, and dealing with him on a consistent basis. Um. Are dealing with him on a basis when he wasn't coughing up along and running home twenty four seven, scared shitless from his roommate Owen the Viking. What well, what was he like? I mean, yeah. Michael just I don't know. Like it always it always like I, I'm trying to like tread a bit lightly, but stuff like you know some sort of like stuff just tends to follow him a little bit. Yeah. Like everybody's always in his ear. Yeah. I mean, he's a very sweet kid. Like, oh, yeah, I love definitely. the shit out of him. He's Michael, if you're watching this, I fucking love you and I miss you. <laughs> and if, if you two ever want to come to Boston, like, you're more than welcome to. Uh, but um, I, I don't know. I mean, like, he's just a... No, he's, for, some re- for some reason... For, so, for someone who is, like... Here, here's the thing. Like, for someone who has as, like, you know, his... I mean, his schedule is, like, pretty, like, oh, solid. Yeah. And, like, he... I, if I can remember correctly, like he has a pretty good sleep schedule. I mean, like he would pass yeah. out randomly, but yeah. like he would go to bed at a reasonable hour. He, I think he would eat pretty healthy as well. But, <laughs> but, but, but that, that, that is a little false because he would get a container of Nutella and just scoop it out with a knife. Fair, but everybody has their vices. I've never seen a human being body like sort of like fail to work who has as healthy as michael's like yes. when he would like walk up like a flight of stairs and yes. he would start coughing like he was smoking for 80 years <laughs> yes. like Jesus. It, like, just, it was it's, and the thing is it's fine because he never smokes never does and when he's joked around about it he's never inhaled it down his lungs yeah and he and walking out whatever at 12 steps and he's like <sighs> And, and meanwhile, you you walked up the steps uh, perfectly fine, consistently. You always have to take the elevator. He he has fallen asleep in the elevator for my viewers. He's fallen asleep on the concrete floor, underneath the uh, water bottle filler. He's fallen asleep in uh, the lounge on chairs and on yeah, I've, I've witnessed it all happen. He's uh, it was it's it's uh it's ridiculous. But he's he's something because then he'll wake up the next morning and be awake fine. But um yeah, such it's just. It's it's amazing how I find that he is like a he's like the sun. Everyone else rotates around him, and he's. And I remember I marveled. You know, I'm someone who d- deeply desires you know social interaction. You know, you know constantly. You know, something like this. I enjoy doing this, or you know, talking to someone um, or people and hanging around as long as I can. And he could care less about certain stuff like that. And he's got. You go on his phone for those out there. He's got like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of notifications that he hasn't opened in like a half a year, and he just yeah. he, he just he doesn't care. But that's who he is, and he'll talk your ear off for hours. And he's just he's so. I remember one time last was no was it this summer? Yeah, it was this past summer, and I was going out. I was me. I was taking Michael to a family cookout, and him, Gavin, and Natalie were at Natalie's aunt's house, and wherever that is, and. Barrington and um 
He, yeah. Okay, I'm talking to someone on Zoom, so I'll see you later. Okay, bye. Um, but he and we were going there. We we planned in advance, and I asked him, and he just said okay. And then eventually, somehow, he we were late. We we're like a half hour late to the event, which is nothing normal. And then we ended up dragging Gavin along with us because uh, that's just who he is. And he doesn't. He feels bad for a lot of people when they're not involved. But he he's such a wonderful guy, and I can't. He he. I I I rely on him greatly, such as I'm sure other people do. He's like a social chameleon. Like you oh, yes. could like basically blend to any environment and, and, and like the, just be fine. Oh, and the thing, the thing, which is the completely true. And the thing is, so like myself, and it's it's almost sort of like how comedians are, where they thrive on talking to them, com- only comedians, and they have trouble with talking to non-comedians. Um, with myself, like if I and I instantly, if I don't get you know good vibe, you know, I have a hard time going to somewhere new that I never been before. I don't know the people, feel uncomfortable. Him. He walks in the front door, and that's uh, that's uh, that's him. Um, what, what uh, next? Um, uh, next thing I want to I want to say um, is, is my list of uh, uh, of of people, and you know, it's kind of you know mentioned how I, how I briefly mentioned Owen and his roommate, how he was such a tyrant, and how he made that life miserable, which which wasn't fair. And I don't want to go down the road again, but I think he was such a tyrant. You know, there's a list and. The, the list goes as such. Now, the, the you can at the end you can see if the list is correct. So number one, or uh, how many do I have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So I got nine. So number ten, actually no no no. Yeah, number ten I have Count Dooku from Star Wars. Um, number number no that's number nine. Number eight I have Fidel Castro. Um, number seven I have Rock the Rocket Man himself, Kim Jong Un. Um, after that's Pol Pot. Uh, then after that, number six, I think that is, is or five. I don't know, one, two, three. Yeah, five is you know Joe, Joey Stalin himself. Um, big Joe. Yeah, big, big Joe himself. Um, helped the world. Um, then I have Owen at number four. <laughs> then then uh, and uh, number three himself, I have hit uh, the man, the man uh, himself, uh, Hitler. Um, sure. Then after that, number two, number two, I have the roommate that took your spot, uh, sophomore year, Zach Taylor, the most shitty of people have ever <laughs> lived. <laughs> and number one, the number one most tyrannical shitty oh fucking person ever. Fucking God. The number one shittiest person, tyrannical person ever is our favorite person himself, Ralph Cifaretto. Yeah, yeah, he's a bit of a tyrant. Like he's, if that dude was a dictator of a country, he would yes. commit genocide. Like <laughs> he commit mass genocide. Um, but number one, Ralph Sabrina. Number two, Zach Taylor, the cunt himself. Number three, Hitler. Number four, Owen. Number five, Stalin. Number six, Pol Pot. Number seven, Rocket, Little Rocket Man himself. Then Castro. Then Count Dooku. Um, another thing. Thought about that motherfucker. Whatever that idiot's name i mean i didn't i didn't know him i shouldn't be calling him an yes. idiot like the 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 the, the, yes. the roommate guy yes. the, the, i haven't uh, thought about that kid in like oh, since you mentioned since i went over N- neither have i but uh when i was playing the notes together and i mentioned i thought of it i was like i gotta put this in and i thought of him um something we also share a great love for that a memory that we have from freshman year is um old blue eyes himself the impersonator owen uh, no not owen uh omar singing in the showers singing show tunes just talking oh, about yeah, show yeah. tunes i and was about to <laughs> I, I was i was wondering who you're talking about 
Um, he's, he's got a great impression of Frank Sinatra saying show tunes, just talking about show tunes. And uh, I, remember, I remember I, I would uh, go in the shower and he'd come in the one next to me and uh, he wouldn't come into it, but um, he, he'd go in the next shower over and he'd play uh, he'd play something, I don't know, some Broadway music. And then I'd play like ACDC, um, Back in Black, and they'd be like, Back in Black, I hit the sack. And then all of a sudden you hear him quiet down and his music stop. And there'd be a few times where i'd yell into the shower room i remember that and yeah. one, that one time i shut the lights off on him <laughs> Why was, i shower. wasn't there for that one and one time the greatest one of it all was you know when michael would shower and, and the, the handicap stall the uh, stephen hawking stall um <laughs> i turned the light off on him and he'd be like who did that nolan why'd you do that one time he th- he, he thought that i had showered so he went about this i'm gonna play a prank on him with gavin and he asked if I was in there again. I said, I don't know. And he turned the light off in the shower. And meanwhile, I'm, as he's walking out of the bathroom, turned the light off, I'm walking out of my room, fully clothed, dried up. And he's like, and I'm like, what are you doing? And it wasn't him. It was Omar, the greatest thing ever. And I, 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 I used to, you know, I feel, I, in a sense, I feel bad, but then again, I don't because no one likes to show tunes. Um, I remember like in the group chat that I, that they had created for, um, hillside um i think his he would he might have been in it or i think uh some girls only knew and i completely forgot about it, so i'd bash him a lot but his his singing was spectacular and that's whenever i sing the shower i try to sing just like him um what i want to say uh, uh when, another thing another memory that we have are the many settings of Michael on campus the different michaels on campus roaming oh yeah they got a asian michael who, who was like Mm-hmm. Um, who was the same size just at no neck at all yeah um, he really didn't look like michael they just kind of had and, the same frame and then the preface for all this for the people listening and viewing this my friend michael a big guy italian black hair hairy and there'd be a lot of people who <laughs> it would look nothing like him but they would have the same build as him and yeah, i'd give them all names exactly. there was an asian michael there was a mafia michael who looked like him just had long slick black hair that hunched over um, I remember Mafia Michael. Um, they, they, <laughs> oh no, maybe it was Caveman Michael. It looked like a caveman. I remember Caveman Michael. Um, there was I don't Asian Michael. Mafia. Um, but I forget who else was there. there was, oh, there's John Goodman Michael. It was my favorite because he, he wore the same generic. He looked like John Goodman. Um, he wore like. Oh, was he the dude on the scooter? No, John Goodman Michael um, had the same like generic um, athletic shoes that Michael wore, the dark ones. He wore jeans and like a like a court, not a corduroy, but like a um, checkered shirt, the dress shirt. And he just would he, he, his facial expressions were the same as Kermit the Frog, and he just he never he was always hanging out with the same people, always around us though. There's Spanish Michael hang, who hung out with John Goodman Michael. Um, uh, it was there's just so many it was, it was such a good and michael hated it because it looked nothing like him but it's the funniest thing ever um yeah that was so so it was pretty one funny. man that was legendary um one man that was legendary to us was none other than the savage gangster man himself o-dog um that he Pour one out yes he, Pour he was, one out he was the coolest guy ever and he was, he was he'd always be like what's good yo and he was, yeah and he'd always be coming back with like two bags of like uh um, eight 24 ounce diet cokes and like eight bags of chips and he goes yeah i'm baked man i gotta eat i'm hungry and he'd just be yeah. rolling around and he was just wild and what, what do you remember of o-dog i just remember he was like 
I don't know. I, I look, he didn't get a good start at URI. Like, yeah. I was finding it hard to kind of, you know, gel with people. He was one of, like, the first people. The, the very few people who was just, like, such a happy spirit and, yes. like, was so, like, fucking cool. He would, cut, he would show up to class, like, 40 minutes later <laughs> with, like, a fucking two-liter bottle of Diet Coke yeah. and, like, chug it. And then he would just be, like, He's like, what did I miss you? I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm like, we're just watching something. He's just like, um, but right, I, I think, uh, I think one, a memory that we love both from him. Now I'm not oh, God, sure no, if it was him. Yeah, no, don't, don't, th- don't throw him. One day like, we walked, you walked in the bathroom, like, come see this. Yeah, like, okay, no, so I see it, and I, I don't think it was sto- him. I open the stall doll door, and it's this massive fucking shit. This yeah, massive one. It looks like you a, took a picture. That look, yeah, that looks like a. It either looked like a boulder or looked like a gigantic fucking turkey leg. It looked and like it, a, it, a like a, a child's arm. <laughs> yes, it was so big that it, it was so big that it wouldn't move, so you couldn't flush it down. It was yeah. just stuck. It was stuck in concrete. And one day we're like, "Hey, Michael, you want to come see this?" And we take Michael and we bring him to the bathroom. We show it to him in the stall, and we we push him yeah. in the bathroom and hold the door on let me let me let me recorrect that you pushed him in yeah. the bathroom i did not do I s- such in, thing i push him in the stall and i hold the door shut it's like uh, <laughs> and he's freaking out and it was like there was interesting about that night because like i i was like i i think it's kind of interesting because like i always i got along with my roommates pretty yeah. well but like i never like quite was was very social with them to an extent and for some, this was like the game changer. We all just saw this gigantic shit in the toilet and all equally thought it was the funniest thing ever. And then from that point on, we like, it, it like kind of brought us closer together, oh, Loki. And I, I took a picture of it and I made a, a little, uh, whatever you want to call it, a uh, gif out of it and would send it and stuff. Um, but that was, that was the, the, seeing the turkey leg in there was great. And it, was, it stayed there for like an entire day and a half. Which made it even more special. Unfortunately, uh, the gender uh, got rid of it. Um, but uh, another another thing that I want to revisit is uh, the that one night that we talked for four, like it had to be at least four or five minutes of just going back and forth and naming Sopranos characters. And yeah, oh shit, I totally forgot about that. And it, and it was uh, and it was you know we started off naming you know the prime characters to primary characters and secondary and I kept going so far down that it was it being like uh obscure characters that showed up in like one scene yeah in an episode like for the entire show and it was back and forth back and forth and it was on a roll for a lot and then it, you'd think for a while it, it was such a like it, it was great but then again it was painstaking because like oh I gotta name another one or else I lose and it was back yeah. and forth and it was such so like why am I doing this at 10 30 at night I should be sleeping or reading about sociology and a memory that I'll always read for uh, remember forever. And it was such a great night, which thanks is remind- which yeah, is something that you know reminded we- me of that. I totally forgot about that shit. And it was something that we bonded on, which brought uh, brought us together was Sopranos. And we'd always name it. We'd always say quotes. We're like, oh, oh, what do you hear? What do you say? Um, uh, I I say one of my favorite Polly Walnuts quotes, but uh, that would probably get me blocked off of every platform when he's at the uh, um when he's at the uh the uh telepath person uh yeah okay. and he throws the chair at the window it's like fucking Whoa! and uh yeah. it, it's such a great it, it was such a great show that was such a uh great um night what i want to what i want to do next is four people that we share a liking towards maybe i think you though share a greater liking to these 
as I thought, I think you call them once heroes and American icons. Um, who to you though is more of a national treasure? Who do you, who to you is more of a national treasure? Uncle, uh, Uncle Coco Joey Diaz himself, uh, the Jewish man himself, OJ, or Norm McDonald? Definitely Norm. I gotta, I gotta get that. That's without a question. Like I, the whole anti-comedy thing is forever will be the most funny thing ever. I, I think, I think one of my, one of my favorite bits here on um, Weekend Update was when he's on the show. You, I'm sure you've seen, maybe you've seen the clip. Is when he's doing this thing where it talks about um, who's more likely to get into a car crash, women or men. And it's like uh, uh, recent reports say, uh, recent reports say that. Uh, 55% more women are like bound to get more car accidents. And everyone was like, boo. And um, he, he mentions like, oh, you know, I want to say that, you know, this joke was written, in fact, by a woman. And they all start laughing because then they think, oh, it's funny. And he goes, just kidding. We don't hire women. And then, uh, <laughs> and then the whole room goes, whoa. Um, yeah. I also, I also love the uh, jokes he made of, uh, you guessed it. Frank Stallone. Frank Stallone. Yeah. Or, uh, you guessed it, Liz Taylor. And, yeah, that's uh, a good one. Those, those are so great. Deep cuts. And, and then his uh, his uh, his podcast or a show they hosted, uh, Norm Macdonald Live, before it was put on Netflix, where it had all those great hosts, and he had Fred Stoller. My favorite was Gilbert Gottfried. Um, yeah. And uh, my favorite one from Gilbert Gottfried was um, Michael Douglas said um, after filming the movie Liberace was that you can get throat cancer from having oral sex. I yeah. knew Liberace. Liberace was a friend of mine. Michael Douglas, you're no Liberace. <laughs> or, uh, or, uh, um, or what was it? Um, and then he pretended to proceed to make it seem like he was uh, eating someone out. And yeah. he was like, uh, um, Norm McDonald was like, uh, he's going to be appearing on, no, Adam Egan, that's who it was. Um, yeah, Adam Egan. And he was like, Adam Egan's going to go on the show. And he's like, oh, what's under your seat, everyone? Oh, it's Adam Egan. And then, um, what else was it? Uh, uh, oh, then it was, uh, you ate, you once ate out Hitler's asshole, didn't you? Um, <laughs> it was so, it's like, mm-hmm. I, what I really dug about, this is like a really off color joke, but like, I don't think it's like enough to get me in trouble. I mean, like, uh, there is the, this wasn't even like a joke, but like Larry King, I don't, you probably know exactly yes. what I'm talking about, yeah. where he's like, talking about some old time you brought it was uh, the guy from 60 minutes yeah chris wallace it, no i don't think so it was uh is it, i forget who it was but no because chris chris wallace that's the fox news guy who was he was oh, on no, 60 no, Min- no i know what you're talking about yeah um i forget what his name yeah. was but anyway he was like larry king is just like speaking in that weird monotone voice that he does and he's just like he's just like uh, he was a grand guy and like he just he goes off on this whole like sort of providing this sort of eulogy from him yeah in a sense where he's like he was a great man he was a great journalist or whatever and then just out of nowhere Larry King's like he had dementia in the end and then from there <laughs> yeah. Norm Macdonald starts fucking cracking up like, laughing think- and he's just like what's so funny about dementia he says you think that's funny McDonald if you're trying to make it big that's not the way to do it. Yeah, um, like it was just so fucking out of nowhere. Like, I, I think I think another one of my favorite ones is when uh, uh, what's his name? Um, like he's fr- he was best friends. Oh, Carl Reiner was on, and he goes uh, 
this joke I did recently was I'm beginning to lose my short, I'm beginning to forget my short-term memory loss. I'm beginning to have short-term memory loss. And, and he goes, I'm beginning to have short-term memory loss. Yeah, and everybody yeah, yeah. goes, oh, and then they look and he goes, I'm remembering to uh, forget my uh, short-term memory loss. And uh, he goes, real Ed McMahon over here, right? And then Carl Reiner goes, Ed McBoy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, start, I start laughing. Um, Where's I'll play another I'll play the uh, Gilbert Gottfried another time clip of that as well. Um, but I think though also Joe uh, OJ though OJ uh, he, the greatest run rushing back rushing uh, running back of all time ran for eleven thousand yards according to uh, uh, Dave Chappelle himself and his Twitter is just the best. He's like yeah. hey everyone hey hey everyone it's yours truly. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> if I were to do it um, and and the thing is though. The, the, one of the funny things about him is that um, when he's uh, recently, when he got his COVID shot, and he posted a picture of this lady um, um, getting the shot, and some everyone in the comment section was like, uh, "Hmm, a white woman stabbing OJ? How's that feel, OJ?" And uh, <laughs> he's he's such a uh, oh, my favorite thing is though I just celebrated recently my 36th annual 39th anniversary of my birthday, and every year he celebrates another year of uh, the anniversary of turning 39. So now it's it's like 40th anniversary of being 39 and he's it's like my golf tournament I played my butts my fantasy team uh, uh uh who was i forget who it was it was des bryant des bryant retired from the league <laughs> and he almost uh he looked like he was about to kill someone <laughs> yeah. um but uh then then there's our uncle himself coco uncle joey diaz he's like what's going on cocksuckers i fucked this one chick she was pecked she was a handicap she had no leg i took the i snapped it off and I was going at it. She had a monkey and was steaming. <laughs> you know what? Do you know what, Nolan? The, my favorite, I don't know if you probably seen it. You're a fucking huge fan of him, but like my favorite thing that Joey has ever done was the fucking uh, uh, the story about the nun. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite Sister story. Sister Hudson. Sister I grabbed her by the hair and I start punching her and said, listen here, you little cunt. Why are you doing this? No more to me. No more to me. They're all just like, it just like turns into like a, a fight between yes. like an 11 year old and like a full grown woman. And yes, then yes, everybody yes. just starts kicking the shit out of this <laughs> nun. He's like, these Italians. I love these Italians. This is why they're savages. They're attacking him and they're fighting him up and they're kicking her. And uh, I said, no more white milk for me. My favorite quote, though, from Joey Diaz, and this will be the uh, last thing I mentioned, um, is when he says, uh, when he's on Joe Rogan's show early, like near the beginning, and they're talking about, you know, wings and stuff. And like, uh, um, he's like, uh, he, uh, Joe Rogan, who kind of gets on my nerves sometimes, he's like, they're saying mustard is the new ketchup. And he goes, um, and he always says something off-colored, which he always does. And, he, and then he goes, uh, uh, Joey, blue. Uh, uh, do you have ranch on your wings? And he goes, Who the fuck has ranch on the wings? It's either I bring my own blue cheese, it's either blue cheese with wings or go fuck your mother. And uh, it's fair though, I respect it. I don't like ranch. He, on he, the goes, wings. he goes, you, you, you ever see ranch? It tastes like someone, it smells like someone's ass. You ever smell ass? And it's got, it's got mold in it, it's got lint, it's got all this, it's got boogers and snot, and it's disgusting, Joe. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's just it's so amazing, and the thing is, he almost got canceled in the last year or so. Culture canceled because of yeah. stuff he did a while ago. Um, yeah, but uh, no one can kill him. His his stuff is no. unbelievable funny. 
Yeah, um, I agreed. I agree. He's but, fucking uh, hilarious. But uh, this was fun. I, I, I have to say, this was near the end. It, it was a little roller coaster going in different uh, directions of stuff. But I truly had fun doing this with you tonight, and I, I want to thank you sincerely from the bottom of my heart. Means the world that you spent an hour and a half, an hour and forty minutes out of your day to uh, come on to this uh, show. Um, I appreciate taking time out. But uh, is I know we did this at the beginning. Is there anything you want to? Uh, uh, plug or uh, any handles or anything like that? Uh, no, nah, I mean, just basically the thing I was saying at the yeah. beginning, like I'm going to be working on this project. Uh, Lord knows when it's going to come out. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, we're going to get some kind of like heavy hitters and like underground music like okay. to be featured in this thing. So I don't know. With that, I'll leave with this, this uh, brief message. Um, like I said at the beginning of this program, this episode, like its predecessors and successors, like how I said that, that's, that's academic for you right there. Um, it will be available for listening and viewing tomorrow morning on all podcasting services such as Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and here on YouTube. Um, and all other major uh, podcasts where you get it. Uh, but, you know, I'm not going to read that fucking laundry list. Uh, when you're done streaming this week's episode, show a little love to Noel Dog uh, by clicking thumbs up in the heart button, giving a follow or subscribing to the show as well as sharing with your friends and family and turning on post notifications to know when future content is released. Doing a small gesture such as that or donating to the podcast on Anchor FM means a great deal to know Dog as it helps the show continue for future episodes and he knows that you all enjoy it. So please help yours truly out. Um, it only takes a minute or two. Before we end this episode, I want to leave with one final mention. I'd like to thank all those of you who have subscribed. As of late, I got six, but I got to Gotta keep bringing it up. I want to thank everyone who's viewed it so far. It means a great deal um, from the beginning. Uh, that means more to me than you'll know. And with that, I will leave you with this. As always, stay mean, scheming, everyone. Take care and enjoy the rest of your day.